For today's year, we're going to talk about the institution of Kriyasa Torah, of the public Torah reading in Shul, and uh, we're going to discuss the way that it's commonly practiced nowadays, whereby the person that gets an aliyah makes the brachas, and there's a balkore, a shliach tzibor, that reads the Torah for him. The original way that the Torah was read was that every person that got an aliyah, he himself would read from the Torah himself. He would make the bracha, he would read the Torah. Actually, the original minag is that the first person, the first aliyah would make the first bracha, none of the other ola would make a bracha, and the final ola would make the last bracha. Uh, nowadays we have uh, a bracha for every ola. Every ola makes a bracha before and after he reads. And uh, aside from that, there's also a balkore, there's a shliach tzibor who reads the Torah for other people, and the ola simply comes up and makes the bracha. Uh, so we'll begin with the Gemara in Baba Basra. It's a Gemara that appears in Baba Basra, as well as in uh, Menachos. And it talks about the last eight psikkim of the Torah. The last eight psikkim of the Torah describe the death of Moshe. So the Brisa says, There's an argument whether Yoshua wrote those last eight psikkim, because Moshe Rabbeinu could not have written them. After all, uh, the, the psikkim described the death of Moshe. Moshe died. Is it possible that Moshe was alive and he writes in the Torah and Moshe there died? Up until this point, Moshe wrote the Sefer Torah. From the here on, the last Ipsukim, Yoshua wrote the Sefer Torah, Divrei Rabbi Yehuda. Is it possible that Sefer Torah, which is Nevuas Moshe, which is Torah's Moshe, is it possible that there's some part of Torah's Moshe which is incomplete and it was written by somebody else, written by Yoshua? Uksiv, it says, Take the entire organic unit of the Sefer Torah. Up until this point, HaKadosh Baruch Hu recited the Torah to Moshe and Moshe would recite it to the people and then write it down. From these last day psukim, HaKadosh Baruch Hu recited them to Moshe and Moshe did not tell this to the people. He couldn't tell the people that he had died. And Moshe wrote down these words, uh, we'll use the common translation, tearfully. Uh, and then it quotes a Pasuk from Yerbyao by Baruch ben um, And then the Gemara says, Kiman Azla, Hada Amra B'Shua Bar Abba, Amra Gidl Amarav, Shmona P'sukim Shabbatara Yachid Koreosam, there's a din of B'Shua Bar Abba, Rav Gidl, that the last eight P'sukim are different than the rest of the Torah insofar as Yachid, an individual, reads them, Lamed lo Krab Shimon, shall we suggest that this goes according to Rabbi Yehuda, that the last day of are actually different, because they were authored by Yoshua as opposed to Moshe Rabbeinu, and therefore they have a different din, and the din is Yachid Koreo, some that can be read by an individual. And then the Gemara says, no, Afil Temer Rabbi Shimon, Hove Ishtanu Ishtanu. Even according to Rabbi Shimon, that Moshe wrote them down, nevertheless, the last day of are different from the rest of the Torah, insofar as the rest of the Torah, HaKadosh Baruch Hu told Moshe, Moshe told the people, and then he wrote them down. These last day of were told to Moshe, and he wrote them down tearfully. And therefore, uh, there's no raya from Rav Gidel Amarav, that the last eight psukim can be read as an indiv- by an individual, Yachid Koreosam, that, uh, that Rav is going according to Rabbi Yehuda as opposed to Rabbi Shimon. That's the Gemara in Baba Basra. There's a big machlokas 
Among the Rishon, what exactly is this din of Yachid Koreosam that an individual can read these last Epsukim? What does it mean, Yachid Koreosam? Uh, what I want to do is focus on a machokas between Rabbeinu Meshulam and Rabbeinu Tam, two of the Baliyah Tosos. Um, the uh, Tosos brings the Shita of Rabbeinu Meshulam, uh, in, uh, it's brought down both in Babasa as well as Menachos. Rabbeinu Meshulam haya matzich mikan lekros leechad otan ches psukim, shlo yikra imosh liach tzibur, that the din of Yachid Karelsam is that the Ola has to read them by themselves, and you can't have a situation whereby the Shliach Tzibor reads for the Ola. The person that reads these last day Psukim should read them by himself. Yachid Karelsam, and not together with the help of the, of the Shliach Tzibor. That's how Rabbi Meshulam interprets the, the difference, the distinction of these last day Psukim, that Yachid Karelsam. Uh, this interpretation bothered Rabbi Meshulam very much. First of all, he gives a different explanation. What does it mean, Yachid Kareosam? One individual has to read all eight psukim. You can't break it into two different aliyahs. Normally, we can take a section of three psukim and we can make a separate aliyah out of it. But these eight psukim cannot be split up into two different aliyahs. They form one organic unit, and therefore one person has to read the entire, the entire unit. That's how Rabbi Tam explains the din of Yachid Koreosam. Um, however, not only does he offer a different explanation for Yachid Koreosam, he says he can't understand the position of Rabbi Meshulam. The fact that nowadays we have an Ola and a Shliach Tzibor, a Balkore, Om Rabbi Tam, that's simply in, tor- in, in order not to embarrass somebody who you call up for an aliyah and he does not know how to read the Torah by himself. And he says this is parallel to what we find in Meseches Bikurim, when you bring Bikurim, so you also recite a certain section that's known as a Mikra Bikurim. And you're supposed to recite it when you bring up the Bikurim. And the Mishnah says, Call me Shodel Cross, whoever knew how to read this parsha would read by himself. somebody who did not know how to read the parsha, Makrim somebody else would read it for him. Nimnu Bikurim. So people stopped bringing Bikurim, they were embarrassed. They didn't want to have a situation where since somebody else had to read for them, it would be clear to everybody that they didn't know how to read. So they stopped bringing Bikurim. That will have a Shliach Tzibor that will read for everybody. Somebody will read for everybody that brings Bikurim, whether he knows how to uh, read Bikurim by himself, or whether he doesn't know how to read Bikurim by himself. And therefore, there is no reason that anybody should be, should be embarrassed. So that was the, the Tkana by Bikurim. So similarly, Rabbi Nutam says that that's what happened by Kriya Satora as well. Um, that they made a Takana, there were people that would get an Aliyah, they didn't know how to read, they would, be, they, they would have to have somebody read for them, they would be embarrassed, and therefore uh, they made a Takana that will institute a Balkore, and he'll read for everybody, somebody that, that knows how to read, or somebody that doesn't know how to read, and therefore nobody will be embarrassed. So that's how Rabbeinu Tam interprets the din of a Balkore. And therefore Rabbeinu Tam says, since, you know, Al-Pidin, the original halacha was that an Ola reads for himself, 
how can you explain this Machlokas Tanaim and the din of Rav Gidol Amarav that's uh, as based on you know on on, 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 a, on a situation which is a much later Takana that they instituted in Balkore. That's a Takana that didn't exist at the time of the of the of the Tanaim. It didn't exist at the time of the Amaraim. It's a much much later Takana in order not to embarrass people that didn't know how to read. And therefore, it would be impossible to explain Yachid Kareosam as being uh, based on the institution of Balkore, which is a later Takana. And therefore, Rabbeinu Tam uh, argues on Rabbeinu Meshulam. He doesn't accept uh, that interpretation. <coughs> and he says, uh, and therefore he, he offers his suggestion. <coughs> the Rush uh, argues on Rabbeinu Tam, and he says, the example of Bikurim is not a good example. Because in the case of Bikurim, because people were embarrassed, so they didn't come and they weren't and they didn't do the miss of Bikurim. They would simply stay at home. And therefore, in order to encourage them to come, we have to make an institution in the Takana so that people wouldn't be embarrassed and they would come and they would be Makaim the mitzvah of Bikurim. And therefore they instituted the Takana of having somebody else read the Mikra Bikurim for everybody. However, regarding Kriyasa Torah, so if somebody who doesn't know how to read will not get an aliyah, so that will be an incentive that he should learn how to read. There's no bitl mitzvah say if somebody who doesn't know how to read doesn't get an aliyah. And if somebody wants to get an aliyah, so, and he doesn't want to be embarrassed, so he'll learn how to read. So why should we make a takana that nobody should read by himself? There's no bitl ha-mitzvah. And that way it will be an incentive that people should actually begin to uh, study and to teach themselves how to read in order to be able to get aliyahs without being embarrassed. So the Rush says this is not the reason that we made the institution of having a balkore. Ve'ena dimyon nirali. The comparison doesn't make sense to me. Over there, they would nullify the mitzvah. They would stop bringing bikurim. They would violate the mitzvah saying the Torah. By us, by Kriyasa Torah, people that know how to read, they will get the aliyah. And the other ones will not want an aliyah, so they won't get an aliyah. There's no bitl mitzvah. And because of embarrassment, yitnu lev because of embarrassment, so they'll, they'll have an incentive and they'll learn the parasha. El why do they institute about Kore? The fisha'ein ha'kol b'kiim b'ta'ame'akriya. Not everybody knows exactly how to read with the ta'amim, to read it correctly, um, the words correctly, and, 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 and the proper trap. Ve'inat sibo yosim b'kriyaso. If somebody that doesn't know how to read properly will have an aliyah and he won't read it properly, so the tzibur will not be will not fulfill their mitzvah of hearing the the reading of the Torah. But the person who read it incorrectly, he thinks he knows how to read it well. And people would get up and they would read it incorrectly and they would make mistakes and the tzibur wouldn't be yotze. If you wouldn't give this person an aliyah from the Torah when he thinks he knows how to read, even though he doesn't do it well, there'll be a whole big fight between people that want an aliyah and think they know how to read, and between the gabbai that doesn't want to give them an aliyah, and will cause a lot of tension, and a lot of hate, and a lot of arguments in shul, and therefore, 
Lachain it kinu sheyikrash liyatzibur shubaki bekriya, and therefore they instituted the balkore that you should have somebody who is a baki bekriya, and he should be the person that reads every week. Umikomakom continues the rush. Gama omeid likrosi yikra ben nachas uvediktuk im shliyatzibur. The person who gets an aliyah has to read quietly alongside the shliyatzibur. When the shliyatzibur reads out loud. The the, the the Ola has to read quietly alongside with him, Shalotei Bracha Levatala, in order that his Bracha should not be considered a Bracha Levatala. In other words, if according to the Rush, if the person getting the Aliyah would not read at all, not even quietly, and the only person reading out loud would be the Balkore, the Ola made a Bracha Levatala when he made the Bracha on his Aliyah. Also, a person who doesn't know how to read at all, it, 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 he shouldn't be called up by the Gabbai. Because his bracha, if he doesn't read himself, and he makes a bracha, he makes a bracha, he doesn't read it by himself at all, not even quietly, it's a bracha levatala. It doesn't make sense, says the Rush, that the Ola should make a bracha on the Kriya of the Shliach Tzibur. Now, what's interesting is that the Rush says that you're not allowed to call up somebody who doesn't know how to read. Well, according to Rabbi Nutam, the entire institution of Balkore was in order not to embarrass somebody that doesn't know how to read. In other words, it seems that according to Rabbi Nutam, the whole purpose of the Takana of Shliach Tzibur was in order to give an aliyah to somebody who doesn't know how to read and will not read quietly. And nevertheless, Rabbi Nutam did not consider that a bracha levatala. In other words, according to Rabbi Nutam, the Ola can make a bracha and have the Balkori read for him. And he will not say a word and it will not be a bracha levatala. Well, according to Rush, you know, the, first of all, the institution was not made for the purpose of somebody who doesn't know how to read at all. Secondly, if he didn't read at all and he got an aliyah, then his bracha would be considered a bracha levatala. Okay, we'll get back to that point later. Now, still we have to understand how does Rabbeinu Mishulam, so, so according to Rush, so the Takana of Balkore, Rush also agrees it was later Takana. It wasn't in order to, uh, it wasn't in order to help somebody who didn't know how to read, but it was in order that there shouldn't be a fight in the, in the shul. The, somebody that thought he knew how to read should not fight with the Gabai, and you have a whole big fight in the shul. So therefore, even according to the Rush, it's a later institution, and we still don't have a good explanation for Rabbeinu Meshulam. In order to explain Rabbeinu Meshulam, um, so first of all, we have to understand, I think, a different institution that we, most people no longer uh, have. Uh, Temarim still do it, but most Kilot don't, and that's the, the institution of Tirgum, of reading the Targum Unklus alongside with the Kriya. Uh, there's Gemara in Nedarim, Daflamad Zainwood Beis. Amarav Ikabar Abin Amrav Hananel Amarav. My Dixiv Vaikru Besefer Torata Lokim Mifurash, Sum Sechel, Vyavid Babakra, Vikru Besefer Torata Lokim. Vikru Besefer Torata Lokim Zemakra. First of all, according to the Apostle uh, Nechemia, which describes the Kriya Satora of Ezra. Ezra read the Torah in front of the entire people, and we learn a lot of dinim of Kriyasa Torah from those Pesukim and Nechemya. 
So first of all, Vayikru b'sefer Torah Elokim. Zemekra. That's reciting what it says in the Torah. Mefurash zetargum. When it says mefurash, explained, that's referring to reading the targum onkus. V'sum sechel elu apsukim. V'yavinu b'mekrah zepisuk tamim. So you have to read it in, in a way which you read the, the break it up in the psukim, you read it with the right trap, and you have to read it also together with Targum Onkelos, that's Mefurash. Uh, from the Gemara in the Darim, it would appear that the reason that one reads the Targum is because you're talking about a, uh, a community that really didn't understand Hebrew. They came back from Babel at the time of Ezra and Nehemia. They came back from 70 years of Gulls and Babel. They came back to Israel. The language that they grew up on was not Hebrew, but rather Aramis. And uh, therefore, uh, in order to understand the Kriya Torah, they started reading also the Targum. So the purpose of the Targum is in order that the Tzibu should understand what's being read. However, there's perhaps another uh, idea uh, that's inherent in, the, in, in reading Targum, based on Yerushalmi. Yerushalmi in Megillah, Peregdal Halacha Aleph, Says, Rab Shmuel bar Rav Yitzchak al Knishta. Rab Shmuel bar Yitzchak went into Shul. Chama chay barnash kaim mitargem. Samach lamuda. He saw somebody reading the targum while he was leaning on a pillar. Amalei asulach. Keshem shen nitna beima uviira. Kachan utzvichem linog ba beima uviira. So the person reading the targum has to stand upright without leaning on anything. You shouldn't, the Balkor should not lean on the Bima for this reason. But he has to stand upright without leaning on anything because he has to reenact the Matan Torah uh, at Sinai. And since the Torah was given to us in fear and trembling, therefore also when we read the Torah, we have to play act as if we, we, we were uh, that same fear and trembling. And therefore, uh, you have to stand upright and you can't lean on the bimba, you can't lean on a pillar, you have to stand upright. Now, he's not talking about the Baal Kore. The Yushalmi is talking about the Matargim. The Yushalmi continues. Rab Chagai Amar Rab Shmal Bar Yitzchak Alba Knishta Chama Huna Kaim Matargim Vlomekim Bar Nash He saw a person called Huna who was reading the Torah and then reading the Targum by himself without another person reading the Targum for him. Amalei Asulach, he said, you can't do that. Just like the Torah was given through an intermediary, through, let's say, Moshe Rabbeinu, so too we have to do the same thing. We have to reenact, we have to play-act the Sina Satorah. The Sina Satorah was given uh, through Moshe Rabbeinu, who's the, the middleman, so too when we read the Torah, we have to have reading of the Torah in Hebrew, and then a middleman giving it over to the people in the language that they understand. So the Targum is playing the role of the middleman, or if you wish, the role of Moshe Rabbeinu. You have the source, which is Hebrew, that's HaKadosh Baruch Hu giving it to Moshe, and then you have giving it over to the people in a format that they understand, that format is Targum. So basically, the person who's Matargim is playing one of the major roles in the in the Kriya Satora reenactment of Mamad Har Sinai. And um, what role is he playing? He's playing the role of Moshe Rabbeinu. So in other words, the reason that one needs a Matagim is not only in order that they should understand it better, 
but it's also in order to reenact Maman Sinai to have somebody ha- play the role of Moshe Rabbeinu, who is the middleman, who gives the Torah over to the people. Uh, this um, idea of the Ushalmi uh, is echoed in uh, the Gemara Brachos Taf Memhei, quoting a Pasuk uh, in our parsha, Moshe Yidaber Valkim Yadinabakol. So the Gemara brings a memra of Rabbi Shimon ben Pazi. From where we know that the Matargim cannot raise his voice more than the one reading the Torah, in other words, the, the level of the Kriya, which is HaKadosh Baruch and the level of Moshe, which is the Tergum, has to be the same level of volume. You shouldn't, you shouldn't have one raising his voice above the other. So, what you have over here is, again, a reference to Kriya Torah and Tirgum, but uh, using a Pasuk that talks about Mamar HaSinai, Moshe Daber Bakol, as the Kriya being HaKadosh Baruch Hu, and the Targum being Moshe. And, you have to, and therefore it has to be on the same uh, decibel level. So again, what we see is that the idea of Targum is not only in order that the Kriya should be uh, in a language that's user-friendly to the people, that they understand better, in, in Aramis, Sini uh, Tirgum, but it's also in order to have some way of of play-acting, Ma'amad Sinai, of having the Kriya, which, whose source is HaKadosh Baruch Hu, and having somebody else play-act the role of Moshe Rabbeinu in terms of giving it over to the people, and that's the purpose of the Targum. Uh, nowadays, most kilos are not metagim. Uh, and the Shulchan Aruch explains why. It's obvious. Why should we say tagim unkos? We understand Hebrew better than tagim unkos. So why should we continue the institution of saying tagim unkos in the shul if we don't understand the tagim? Uh, of course, this only solves uh, the, the question of Miforash of explaining it to the people, and therefore you want a language that they that they understand and they appreciate. But what we what do we do about play acting Mamar Sinai? So the Shulchan Aruch doesn't say anything about that in Simon Kufim Hey, uh, but in Simon Kufim Aleph Siftalid he says something very interesting. He says if the Shliach Tzibur himself gets the Aliyah and makes the bracha, Sarich sheyamod acher etzlo. Somebody else has to stand next to the Shliach Tzibor. If the Baal Kori himself gets the Aliyah, somebody else has to stand next to him. Just like the Torah was given to a middleman, so too we have to have somebody play acting that role, and therefore we have somebody who's standing alongside the, the Shliach Tzibor, acting in the role of Moshe Rabbeinu. So, basically, what is the Mechaber saying? The Mechaber saying that when we have the Balkore and somebody else getting the Aliyah, then we have no problem with the Sirsur. Because we have somebody who uh, is, we have somebody else who's play acting the role of Moshe Rabbeinu. You have somebody who's reading it silently, and then somebody who's giving it over to the people. So you have somebody who's playing the role of Moshe Rabbeinu. However, when the Ola himself reads from the Torah, so you have nobody playing the second role. So put somebody over there just to, just to uh, represent 
the role of Moshe Rabbeinu. So you have two people over here. You have the, the original, you have the middleman. He's just standing there. He doesn't do anything. He just stands there. But that's a way of modeling Kriya Torah after Mamad Harsinai. So basically, what is the Mechaber telling us? What the Mechaber is telling us is that the, uh, is that as far as the Sirsu is concerned, the later day Takana of having the Balkore read for the Ole replaced the, the need for a Sirsur. In other words, normally what you had before the Takana of a Balkore, so you had a Tirgum. What happened was there was a shift. Tirgum no longer became effective, but what was needed, since people didn't, didn't read Hebrew fluently, what was needed was a Balkore. So they instituted Balkore. Once they had a Balkore, they no longer needed a Matagim to play the role of the Sirsur, because you had two different people over there. You had the person getting the Aliyah, and then you have the second person who reads uh, for the people. So you have the model of Mamad Har Sinai without the need for, for Matagim. What happens when the you want to give the Aliyah to the Balkori himself? At that point, you put somebody else there just to represent the, the role of the Sirsur. So that's what seems to be from the from the Mechab and Shulchan Arach, and that's how Mori Verebi Rav Salvejik explained this halacha, that, uh, that after they, uh, they stopped with the Tirgum, the institution of Tirgum, the Balkore replaced the need for a Sirsur um, because the Balkore himself would represent uh, that role. So according to this, what the uh, Rabbein Mishlom says is very, very simple. Basically, what Rabbein Mishlom said is that regarding the entire Torah, there's a need for a sirsur, because HaKadosh Baruch Hu told the Torah to Moshe, and Moshe would tell it over to the people. However, regarding the last eight psukim, Moshe told, HaKadosh Baruch Hu told the Torah to Moshe, and Moshe never gave it over to the people. These last eight psukim were never given to the people through a sirsur, through the middleman. And therefore, if we want to play act, the way the last day psukim were given to the people, you should not have a sirsur. There's no need for a sirsur. A sirsur would change, would, would, would not be faithful to the original model of the way these eight psukim were given over to Klal Yisrael. And therefore the din of these last eight psukim is yachid koreosam, do it without a sirsur. So at the time that they had the institution of Tirgum, I would imagine the Baal Kari himself would be the one who would be Matagin. You need Tirgum to explain it to the people, but you don't want to have a separate Matagin because a separate Matagin would represent a Sirso, which you don't want by the last day of Sukkim. And therefore, the last day of Sukkim should be read by a Yachid. A Yachid reads it, and a Yachid, a yachid translates and reads it, the Tagum Unkus as well. However, uh, nowadays, what Rehim Mashulam did was simply he he took that din of Yachid Koreosam and he made it relevant to the way that Sirsur is accomplished and fulfilled in his time, which was not through a Matagim, but rather through a Balkore. And therefore he says, what do we do in the last eight Sukkim nowadays if we want to erase the role of the Sirsur? Have the Balkore himself get the Aliyah? And there's no need for anybody else to stand alongside.
So simply what Rabbi Mishulm did was he took the idea of Sirsur, which was fulfilled through a metagain at the time of the Gemara, and he translated it into a way that would be relevant for the way Kriya Sator was read at his time. So that would be a way to explain Rabbeinu Meshulam. Now what you have here is a big machlokis among the, among the Rishonim uh, regarding the institution of Kriya Satora and uh, the institution of Baal Kore reading for somebody else. That according to the Rabbeinu Tam, the institution was made in order to allow somebody who does not know how to read to get an aliyah. And therefore, if you don't know how to read and don't know how to read at all, and nevertheless, you make the brachas, it's not a brachal of atala. That was the point of the entire institution of Balkore, according to Rabbeinu Tam. However, according to Rush, and according to Rabbeinu Meshulam, that was not the reason for the institution of Balkore. The, institu- the Balkore was instituted in order not to have a fight. And in order, in order that people that thought they knew how to read shouldn't read with mistakes and not be most of the seaboard. And therefore, according to the Rush, if you give somebody who doesn't know how to read at all an aliyah, and he makes a bracha himself, that would be a bracha of atala. So the nafkamina between the Rush and between Rabbi Rutam is whether the Ola has to know how to read and read silently by himself alongside with the Balkore. So, of course, to read alongside with the Balkore, you don't have to know it as well as the Balkore. You take the Balkore's lead, but nevertheless, you can read uh, the, from, the, from the Torah itself and you read along silently. How do we paskin? So the Beis Yosef paskins like the Rush, and he says that you're not allowed to give an aliyah to somebody who does not know how to read. Um, the Dachei Moshe, who was written by the Rambah, is what the Rambah wrote on the Beis Yosef, quotes a Mariel that says you can give an aliyah to somebody who's blind. Now, somebody who's blind cannot read silently from the Torah. And the, the Ramah says, I think that the Beis Yosef is right. That really the rush is right, and you can't give somebody blind an aliyah. However, there is a shita of the Mariel who says you can give a blind person an aliyah. And the shita of the Mariel is an extension of the shita of Rabbi Tam, who says that the entire institution of Baal Kore uh, was made in order to be mostly somebody who cannot read by himself. In uh, Shulchan Aruch itself, the Mechaber quotes the position of the Rush. In some Kofal of Sefbeis, The person who gets the Aliyah should not read out loud. Yes, to read quietly, silently, alongside with the Balkori, in order that the Bracha should not be a Bracha Levatala. The Ramah doesn't say anything. He doesn't argue. But however, in Simon Kuflam and Tesif Beis, there the Machaber says, Somebody who cannot read, you have to not allow, you have to protest and not allow him to get an aliyah. If you need him, like a coin, you have no other coin, you need him. If you need him, if when the Shliach Tzibor reads, 
you can read silently alongside following the lead of the Baal Kore, then you can give him an aliyah. If not, you cannot give him an aliyah. It's a brach levatala according to the, according to the Mechaber. And then continues the Mechaber, Suma Eino Kore. Levisha Asu Lekros Afil Osacha Shlomon Aksav. And assume you can't give an aliyah because even if you do it by heart, that's not considered Kriyas Torah. You're not allowed to read the Torah by heart. And therefore, either, the assume has two options. Either he's silent and then it's a brach levatala, or he's reading Baal Peh, and that's also Dvam Shebechsav Yatar Rashar Omram Baal Peh. And here the Rambam brings the Mariel, Umariel Kasav the Achs of Kori Suma Kamosha Anumakrim Bitor La'ama Aretz. Mariel says, nowadays we can read for a Suma just like we give, we, we read, the Shriach Suma reads for an Amar Aretz, and therefore even though the Amar Aretz doesn't want to read at all and he's totally silent, nevertheless the Shriach Suma can read for him. And here, the Mariel clearly following the position of Rabbi Tam. This is quoted by the by the Rama. Uh, the Mishnah points out that the Rama basically holds like the Machaber. However, he was mekel in situations like a blind person who has no other option of getting aliyah, or an Amaretz who who simply can't read. He was willing to be mekel like Rabbi Tam. Uh, since we're knowing to be mekel, uledina. However, regarding the ikaradin, since it's only a kula, and we're knowing to make that kula, that's fine. However, regarding parshos like Parsha Zachar, which is Midaraisa, there you shouldn't be so mech on that kula. The Shartzian points out, the Dinzesh Shel Maril, Kvarkosav Dachei Moshe, Mesim Kuflamid Hei, Shalonir it doesn't appear to have been time the Psak of the Maril. However, we're Mekel like the Maril, and therefore you shouldn't use this kula regarding uh, Parsha Zachar, which is Daoraisa. What comes out from here is that there's a machlokas between Rabbi Rutam and between the Rush, how to look at the mechanics of a Balkari reading for the Ole. According to uh, the, the Rabbi Rutam, the Balkari simply is motzi the Ole. The Ole makes the bracha, and the Balkari is motzi for him. He didn't show me a kolene, apparently. However, according to the Rush, the Ole cannot be yotze with the Kriya of the Shliach Tzibor. The Shliach Tzibor reads for the public. The Shliach Tzibor reads for the, you know, for, for the Tzibor, so that the Tzibor should, should hear it. However, the Ole, who makes the bracha, makes the bracha on his own private reading. In other words, the purpose of reading the Torah, there are two different functions. Salvation should explain that, on one hand, the Ole has to read himself. On the other hand, it also has to be broadcast to the Tzibor. What you do is you split those two different roles. And the Ole makes the bracha on his own personal reading. However, the Shliach Tzibor, he broadcasts the reading to the greater public. So therefore, according to the Rush, the, the Ole has to read himself silently. Because the Shliach Tzibor is not Motzi him, the Shliach Tzibor is Motzi who? The Tzibor. He reads for the Tzibor. He reads for the, the community. However, the Shliach Tzibor uh, is not Motzi the Ole. And therefore, the Ole has to read by himself, at least silently, at least following the lead of the Balkori. Regarding Halacha, um, the Mechaber clearly paskins, like the Rush, 
that an Ole who can't read should not get an Aliyah. The, the Ramah is willing to make it according to the position of Rabbi Tam and, uh, and the Mario. However, the, the Mishra points out regarding Kriya, which is Midaraisa, Pasha Zachar, one should not be Somech on the Kula of the, of the Rabbi Tam.